Today's episode of The Usual is brought to you by LootCrate.com. LootCrate is a monthly mystery crate that delivers the best in geek and gaming gear, from collectibles, apparel, tech gadgets, art, and other epic gear. It's like Comic-Con in a box, and everybody loves Comic-Con. So, for you, listeners of The Usual, you can get 10% off any new subscription at LootCrate.com. Enter the promo code BRIDGE10 to save 10%. So again, you can go to TryLootCrate.com slash The Usual and save 10% on your new subscription. That and enter Bridge 10 to save 10%. Thanks for listening. The blast came from the Death Star. That thing's operational. Dr. Banner, now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 73 of The Usual Podcast, podcast where we discuss Star Wars The Old Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall, and with me, mouthing all the words I'm saying, is my co-host, Will. What up, bro? How's it going, yo? Well, it was great until I started the intro, and then (laughs) then you started being a jerk. But anyway, uh, we're just... You love me. Yeah, whatever. We're just sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverages. What you got, man? I got a beer in your hand tonight. I know. I'm actually drinking a torpedo. Yeah. Torpedo Extra IPA from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. I needed a beer tonight. Yep. It's a beer kind of night. And I am drinking Hop Stupid from Lagunitas Brewing Company, which I... Apropos. Well. Boom. Boom. Okay. This can't be that kind of night. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so I love this beer, but obviously I'm done talking about it. Should we move on? Lagunitas, yo. Lagunitas. So before we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com, email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com, and of course, we're on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, and Swotor Network. I'm at Darth Pops on Twitter, Will is at I'm Will Griggs, iTunes, Stitch Radio, Google Play, positive ratings, more of those would be great. And, uh, you know, share us whenever you see our posts. I'm still got my geek streak going. It's day 11. I know you're doing well. Yeah, man. I got some good ones. And you're year. getting some love from them, too. I am. I'm, I'm getting a some lot. New, some new love. Not just our love, people that loved you from last year. Yeah. And I'm getting some new, uh, we've got some new followers on Instagram. I know. I've gotten, well, I've gotten like six new followers from Twitter this week. It's Indeed. weird. Yeah. So, uh, well, are we moving up? Eh, not I think really. it's, I think it's really. just bots, really, but. Yeah. <laughs> They're all fake people. <laughs> so. Anyway, we have the timestamps in the show notes. If you're not a Swotor fan, we have very little Swotor this week. Very little. Uh, mostly because there's no news, but we might uh, drag out the section by talking about chapters 15 and 16. But Maybe. But we'll see. <laughs> Maybe. All right. So before we get to that, though, I want to thank our patrons once again. And they're um, awesome. Because they're amazing. So since we hit those milestones, I'm going to start working on the blooper reel to release yeah, baby. <laughs> from all of those shows that I've, I mean, it started like, I think I started keeping track of them at like episode 15, 20, somewhere around there. Back when our audio was horrible. Yeah. So I got to clean that up a little bit, but anyway, uh, so I'm, I'm putting that together. Also, um, we're going to, we're dubbing episode 75 as of right now as our patron show. So if you are a patron and you want, I didn't think about this. I've talked to a couple of our patrons. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to be on the show. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> well, we don't want people to know we like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's fine. Uh, if you don't want to be on the show, fine. Um, but if it would be really nice to start a little Twitter group uh, or an email thing. So I, I have all your guys emails, but just reach out and just let me know whether or not you want to be on the show so I can start and just a couple of ideas what you want to talk about so we can just start 
you know, so I can put it together. Cool. Got a couple weeks. So. It, it's going to be fun. Oh, it's going to be awesome. So also we have a patron that would probably rather not be named. <laughs> one of my, one of our good buddies, local guy, he's actually been on the show once before, but, um, I've decided not to say his name because he didn't really want me to. So well, I just want to thank him because we forgot so to. We've few people actually on the show. Yeah. So you could probably figure it probably out. Probably figure it out if you're a long time <laughs> listener. Uh, hint, it may or may not have been in December. Um, <laughs> but anyway, we love this guy and we want to thank you for your patronage, man. And, um, and any new patrons that want to join us, uh, please do. We, we would love that. All right, man. So should we get to Star Wars The Old Republic? Unless you have anything else you want to say about patron show or anything? No, I'm good. <laughs> Useless. I'm, I'm, I'm in a rare mood today. I'm ready. Stand against me. Instead, I will share all of this with you if you will only kneel. Well, that's kind of weird. All right, so here we are. What'd you do in week? What did you do in week? Um, What'd you do in game this week, in buddy? Ga- in game this week, <laughs> uh, I missed Wog. You did. Um, you were missed. No, yeah. literally. Your name came up. Oh, wow. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Um, no, it's just, it's really frustrating where I live. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go into it again. But anyways, okay. um, so this week when I did, was able to, I mean, even today I was able to get online for a little bit this afternoon and it's like not even busy time to be on the internet. And I was having a red X so, so bad I had to get uh, offline. Sucks. Um, so basically most, uh, most of this week I've been, uh, you know, running the DVL event. I, uh, started doing the eternal championship. Which I never gotten past number four. I really enjoy it. I keep forgetting to go back to it. So I finally beat number four this week, and I just can't beat number five. I'm just having a hard time. I'm going to have to go back to that. Um, I did uh, the Bounty Contract Week, but I only was able to do one contract before the end of the event. (laughs) And so I've got to wait for it to come back around again. Gree just started. And oh, that's so, right, the Grease back. Yeah, so I, as soon as I saw that on Fleet, I'm like, okay. I went to my 65 tune, yeah. and uh, I went over to the... Because you have to kill 50 Grease droids. Right. And uh, before I got the Red X, I finally... I was at, like, 32. Nice. So I'm going to get that pretty quick. And um, so that's just one of the legendary things. Um, it, so it's at this point, it's just it's a lot of grinding and leveling. Yeah. Um, I'm leveling my, my light side tune right now that I need to get to 65. And the, the big grind of it is, is cause you could just do heroics to get all the leveling, which is sure. totally fine. Um, but I really have found out that I really don't like PVP. Um, I've Aww. gotten to war zones. I logged in today uh-huh. and somebody whispered me and said, stop queuing. That's Why? all they said. Why? Because how'd they know you were queuing? Well, no, I mean, like, were you in a match and then afterwards they said, stop queuing? No, not, not even today. He must have like just remembered my login or something. What? Because I, it was last week that I queued. And it was like, I logged in and the first thing is, there was the only, he whispered me and said, stop queuing. That's all he said. Oh, forget that guy. Oh, no, I totally don't care. Hella but, dumb, that but guy. But it's like, I just, I don't enjoy it. It's not fair to them either because I really don't like being in there. I kind of like sucking sometimes. <laughs> and I suck really bad. Yeah. Um, well, plus it's also, I'm playing with tunes that aren't really geared and it's just, it's well, not. It doesn't matter. As I, the, the, the thing is, I wouldn't, what I would do to get your, your stuff is don't play at level 65. People get super worked up about it. When you're, when you start your next, next tune to level them to 50 or whatever, do the first 20 levels or something, queue up, low B PVP, nobody talks, nobody cares. Everybody's just in there. You, you don't have to worry about gear. 
You don't have to worry about any of that stuff. Just go in there and just have a good time and just run and kill people. It doesn't even matter at that yeah, level. Yeah, you know, that's my because you get bolstered. Uh, yeah, because right now I have three out of the fifteen. Yeah, so I need to do twelve more. And I'm and trust me, I'm gonna start another tune here pretty quick. If you want to come over one night, we'll just do it and we'll just. I mean, right at level ten, we just get yeah. in there and just stab people, and it's fun. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm done with GSF finally, and actually I got into that a little bit, but it's still not my cup of tea. I like GSF. I miss GSF. Um, so you know, because you have to do five uh, flights of GSF. So I did that. Um, but right now, the the main thing is you have to do you know once you get your second tune up to sixty five, your other six classes you have to get to fifty. Right. And you have to max out all of your crew skills. Oh, I forgot about the crew skills. Thing. And so I'm farming and doing everything as I'm going through all the heroics, which right. is fun because it's a total credit gain. Oh, for sure. Siphoning off to my main. So that's just awesome. My main's up almost uh, over 10 million credits right now just from doing this. PV, Very nice, dude. This PVL stuff. So I just need to do that. It's just, it's grinding out. Totally. And, uh, you know, I was talking to, I think it was Mox and <clears throat> Mox and JT, and I think they both offered to do, uh, to get together to do the flashpoints, which is what you need to do. Yeah, no, I, I'm trying to get my I'm trying to get my first DVL tune up. That's like my goal this week. Um, once I'm done editing all these shows we've recorded, but um, I want to get in there and do that so that I can get in on the flashpoint stuff because I love those flashpoints. Yeah, and, the flashpoints are fun. I just yeah. can't solo them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was able to solo Black Talon, but that's it. Yeah, that one that was easy. Um, all right, man. So are you done? Yeah. Okay. So I did, um, I did walk this week. We did, uh, Dread Palace. That was on Friday. Uh, we, we had a decent group. Uh, it just got late. <laughs> we kind of started late. Um, we were toying with the idea of going back into hard mode, um, EV and trying to do that first boss again. Right. But people showed up late. We were just having kind of a hard time getting going. So when, once we got going, we were like, all right, forget it. We'll just do DP. And it was great. We had some people who've never done it before. We got through it. Oh, that's um, fun. That gives them the, 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 uh, the title or whatever. Yeah. The achievements and stuff. So we got through and to the last boss, but people were just, it was just, it, we have a lot of East coasters in our group and I yeah, feel and it's not fair to them. And I feel bad about it because, um, you know, because we can't start till late. No, I can't start until eight o'clock. And since we started the group and that specific time, that's, the earliest I can really sit down and do it once the kids are in bed and stuff like that, but it's 11 o'clock for them. <laughs> yeah. And so for our East coasters, when we finish, it's not till one. No, it's and late. Granted it is Friday, but still not everybody has Saturdays off. Yeah. So we had a couple people that were just like, they just couldn't make it through. And so yeah. we said, all right, we'll get together next night. And we did, we got, I, we got a group together Saturday night and finished last boss. It was oh, that's, good. That's cool. Yeah. So we, At least you guys followed up on it. Yeah. We got through that. I usually can't follow up and it just happened to work out where I could. So it worked out. Awesome. Also, other than that, I haven't done too much. Um, actually what I did is I started playing the GTN again. Um, <laughs> cause I was, I was editing a show. So what I was doing was just kind of bouncing over and selling stuff on the GTN. I had a bunch of stuff that, um, had expired right. on my tunes. So I went to those tunes, put it, posted it all back up. Some of it was worth quite a bit and I haven't gone on to see if I sold it yet. And then I bought a battler hypercrate, the newest hypercrate. Nice. It was like 29 million credits or something. So I bought that. Um, Obviously, though, I had some credits burning my pocket. Uh, so I was just trying to see how much of that I could make back on the newer Hypercrate. Um, there were a couple items I got that if I sell will probably be close to 15 mil. So I'll get a chunk of it back. Right. But I don't, I don't think I'll get a lot of it back. I'm probably going to sell the chance cubes, which I got, you know, a smooth half dozen or so of. Um, I did like the pack opening experience though. I actually, yeah, isn't it fun for me? And, and again, I don't go through these crates that often for me. It was kind of nice because one, it doesn't go in my inventory. And two, when I'm opening it up, 
I can see the items. I like that they changed the AV. I don't know if you noticed they changed the icons for the, um, for the crates. So instead of a crate, it's like a, so like if it's an upper body, it has like a, it almost looks like a neon, like a empty neon, like chest plate. Oh, really? And that's to signify that it's a like upper body supply crate. And so it'll give you the right. chest and the helmet or whatever. Exactly. Um, so that was kind of cool. I noticed that. Um, but yeah, I liked it. And so what I did was I was able to bounce around to a couple tunes, take some of the stuff off and then sell it and then turn around and kind of sell it. Um, and it was easier to get like all of my chance cubes on a one tune to sell and stuff like that. So oh, nice. I kind of liked it. I haven't opened, I think I have five or six that I haven't opened yet. Um, I haven't decided if I'm going to open them or sell them, but I haven't gotten anything super, super cool yet. I'm waiting for that ultra rare thing, but eh, RNG gods aren't my favorite. Yeah. The, uh, you know, I, I saw the ad for the, for the battle or hypercrate and it showed, uh, some, the, you know, the, the main tune on the front that, uh, yeah. had a, a white, uh, saber crystal yeah which that was really cool because i uh i got something out of a random chance cube and i've had it on on my main is a white with black outline oh that's sick and what's weird is like because i my uh my my main dvl i mean um because he's a is a sith warrior yeah and so he's got two sabers and he's got the saber in the left hand but he actually has a blade it's a big blade in oh, his right nice. hand it's the white and black so oh, it's that's kinda, tight. it's kind of cool looking nice dude um, yeah, no, I, I like the pack opening experience. Um, I'm actually kind of, I don't know, depending on how much I make back when I log in again, I might buy another one, um, just to see what's up. Um, how much are hypercrates going for in the GTN? Um, uh, the newest one, the newest ones, uh, was a little under 30 million. Okay. Um, but some of the other ones can go for a little cheaper. It just kind of depends. Right. Um, and you can get the super crates on there too sometimes. Um, I don't know. I just, I didn't have any actual money. So I was like, well, I have almost 80 million credits. So I just figured I'd just buy those. I, like I said, I've been playing the GTA, man. Feeling, That's insane. Yeah. I have a lot of money. I'm pretty happy about it. Jealous? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> anyway, so we're kind of dragging this out because we don't have a lot of slow tour, but. Do we want to talk about 15 and 16 this week? No, let's hold off because I think we uh, said that we'd pull Skeen onto the show and we want to talk about it. I wanted to talk to him about it, and I was actually thinking we'd talk about it in um, episode 75. Okay. Um, we have plenty of time until the next section of stuff anyway. Yeah, plus it'll give people time to finish up the, the yeah. whole story. And Yeah, and then once everybody's done, then we can all chat about it. I think that's a good idea. All right, so let's talk about uh, the little bit of news we do have. There was some downtime. Um this week as normal, but there weren't any patch notes attached to it. Um, the missing details data bug, they said there's going to be fixed in 4.7.1 and that's the Manon, the Manon deal. Right. I remember that. Um, and so people were still asking about that and forum maintenance. I noticed today when I went to go make the patch notes or the patch notes, went to go make the outline because we have an outline, an outline for the show. <laughs> You're welcome, Brian and Chuck. Uh, we, uh, so I went to do that and I forgot they had posted there was forum maintenance. So they did some back end stuff, uh, but it was down a good chunk of the day, actually. Yeah, um, I noticed that. But now it's back. Cool. And that's pretty much it. Yeah, there really is not a lot of Swotor stuff going on. No, and, and we're kind of in, we're going to be in that weird lulls. DVL is really going to be all that's going to be happening. Yeah, it's all it is. Um, this, is this is the same sort of time frame last year where we had the ending of the, uh, like the, the casino stuff. Yeah. And then I'm, I really hope, honestly, cause what month is it? August. I'm really hoping that in September, October, um, cause I know we're probably not going to get the expansion until, 
I'm guessing no, November. November, December. I don't. I really hope they don't do what they did before and drop it right in December. Also, we've got the movie coming out and stuff like that. And then they always go on vacation. I'm thinking maybe like right after Thanksgiving break, possible or Thanksgiving break, Thanksgiving week maybe or before would be nice. But um, I'm hoping they throw another event in, not just the regular cycle. It'd be nice to get a new oh, that'd be kind of new cool. new event yeah. or something, or bring back the night nightlife event or was that what it's called nightlife. Something like that. Nighttime. The nighttime event? No, I think it's nightlife. <laughs> or the... Uh, oh, they they said they're never going to bring back the... Uh, I know. I want them to, though. Yeah. We talked about it. But the uh, what, the Grand Acquisitions yeah, the Race? the Grand Acquisitions Race. I like that. I was reminiscing with some people on Twitter the other day, too, and somebody had asked um, something about... Uh, what was it? They'd asked something about G GSF or something like that, and then I was like, oh, yeah, I remember. I went to the... Uh, that cantina, cantina event in uh, right yeah. in San Francisco, which was pretty cool. So I don't know, just it's funny being I've never played a game this long, you know, and well, never played a game this long this consistently. Right. So when I'm talking to people who have played as long as me, and like every once in a while something will come, I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. Do you remember this? Do you remember that? So it, it was just kind of yeah. Cool. This is longer than you even played Evercrack. No, I know, man, and I think I think I played EverQuest. What like EverQuest two. Maybe almost four years off right. and on, but yeah, this is uh, my longest running title. Pretty well, happy about it. Star Wars. All right, I'm going to jump in here really quick. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> no, please, because please do. It's we, not we, my show. Or yeah, we we skip we skip the <laughs> podcast corner, but um, oh, I have a good one too. Okay, well, this isn't a podcast. This is actually uh, I found another YouTube channel, <laughs> and uh, as everybody knows, I'm a big fan of Screen Junkies. You know, we went to a couple events at Comic Con and actually became a Screen Junkies Plus member this year. And uh, they just started teaming up recently with another uh, YouTube channel called How It Should Have Ended. Oh, okay. And they teamed up to do a new show called After Credits. And okay. what they do, because what, what it is is How It Should Have Ended takes f- famous movies and does animated like little two to five minute cartoons of how the movie should have ended. Oh, that's cool. And it either does it by saying, okay, well the original ending was stupid. Let me change it. (laughs) Or by saying, okay, everything, the whole movie was dumb because of a decision at the beginning of the movie. And they'll change that decision. All of a sudden the movie's over. Oh, that's funny, dude. And it's really funny. Right. And they have a whole, they did all of the star Wars movies, like the prequels, the original trilogy, Force awakens, everything. Right. It's really, really funny. And then the after credits, uh, new thing they do with with um, Screen Junkies is it's narrated by the guy who does Honest Trailers and it's uh, just what if there were after credit sequences in these famous movies and that's so pretty cool that, dude. that sounds fun yeah so it's really funny so I started watching them this week and it's it's really funny and they have this ongoing joke right well they have two ongoing jokes throughout all of them and one of them is when they first did um uh one of the Star Wars movies, and it's when uh, Vader finds out that he's a father. Right. And he's, like, all happy. And he's running around saying, I'm a father. <laughs> and it's like, and so th- whenever anybody finds out that they're a father or that they have a dad out there or something, they run around and they tell everybody, I'm a father. I'm a father. Oh, that's great. But then another thing is, is there's this ongoing thing with um, Batman and, and Superman. Yeah. Where it's the BVS thing, right? But they're sitting at a diner, and at the end of episode, they're just <laughs> sitting at a diner, and whoever is in that episode that w- that week is sitting in the diner with them, and they're oh, just arguing. Funny. And it's it is one of the funniest channels I've found in a long time. I'll have to check that out, dude. That's cool. Um, 
So mine, since we're doing this, yeah, we haven't done we haven't done a podcast corner in a while, and mine is actually a podcast. And I stumbled upon this because I was talking to the wife the other day. This was after we, excuse me, after we went camping because uh, I got the whole family reading um, Brandon Sanderson's Mistborn series, right? Right. So they're all reading that. I listen to the audiobooks, obviously. And then she was looking up something about the book, and she realized, hey, she's like, hey, did you know Brandon Sanderson does a podcast? And I was like. No, but I'm in. Did you pretty much cream your shorts? I well, that's well, yes, <laughs> yes. So what? So here's what it is. It's called writing excuses, okay? And it's 15 minutes long. It's like a little microcast, okay? And it's uh, Brandon Sanderson, uh, Mary Robinette Cowell, uh, Howard Taylor, and Dan Wells. Um, there's a there's a young adult writer, Brandon Sanderson. Obviously, he writes his stuff. There's a comic book writer, um, and another author. It's it's like the coolest thing ever. Okay. And really every week they tackle like something like, um, it can be anything from, you know, how to deal with a bad pairing of an agent or how to get started, brainstorming, outlining. Like it's always like, anyway, the point is, is these guys are, these guys are awesome. Uh, and they did some live shows. They do retreats. They do all this cool stuff. So if you're a writer and you want to listen to some of the coolest people talk about writing in the most down to earth, non, elitist way and you're especially if you're a brandon sanderson fan this is the podcast dude well it sounds very similar to like word fire yeah exactly and it they're all part of writing groups they a couple of them have been in writing groups together for a long time so they have right. a really good rapport um it's <clears throat> excuse me it's an absolutely excellent podcast oh awesome so i haven't i couldn't listen to <clears throat> excuse me in my podcatcher it only started at season nine they have uh 11 seasons so i'm actually i have to go back on the web to get the original right. one so i'm starting at nine going to the front and then i'm going to go to the back um but what i've been doing because they always have some really good ideas they have writing prompts at the end book oh, rec cool. book recommendations i realize that, <clears throat> i realize a couple of their book recommendations i have on my shelf <laughs> which is pretty cool but also <clears throat> i don't know what's wrong with my voice but also what i thought was pretty cool is that um they have writing prompts at the end too so and when they have suggestions, I like have my little tablet out and I'm like jotting things down so that like it, it helps me think about my writing in a different way. So it's pretty cool. I'm excited. Oh, about very it. cool. Um, sorry to interrupt here. Did you get your, um, your Marvel box this week? I, I, I had to skip it. I didn't have enough money. I did the same thing. I was hoping that you got it so I could see what was in it. So if anybody got the, uh, the collector core, <laughs> I guess box this is on Mike. <laughs> uh, we, uh, we, neither one of us were able to get it this month. Yeah. So, uh, let us know what was in it. Yeah, thanks. You're we're not jealous. That's cool. <laughs> not getting paid for a month and a half. I know. Sucks. It totally sucks. That's why I'm excited we get paid on the thirty first because the due date for the uh the cantina box is on. Right. The and I'm not missing that one. <laughs> All right, dude. Uh should we talk about Star Wars now? Absolutely. Pew 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 pew. I was raised to do one thing. But I've got nothing to fight for. Uh, so let's talk about Star Wars. Do we have some stuff? You know, yeah, mostly Rogue One, uh, and it's you know, it seems like every major film release coming out, uh, there's, I mean, and it's it's just it's happened is that there's somebody that's terminally ill that wants to be able to watch it. 
I love that they do this. Oh, absolutely. And it started with um, the guy uh, who, the terminally ill patient, he wanted to see it. And he put it out there. Right. Mark Hamill endorsed it. And he's like, dude, we got to make this happen. Right. And then um, then he got to see it. So there's someone out there who got to see it. Which oh, he's already cool. seen yeah. it? Yeah. Got to see it. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I, I, I knew that he was trying to. I didn't know he got to. No, the latest story is, because, uh, let me find his name. Ryan Johnson just started editing it. So it's got to be a rough cut. Yeah. So it's uh, we saw to a lot. Let's see. So Neil uh, Hanvey. Uh, to view, let's see, before his, his wife, uh, Henry Hanvey, invited the push on social media, et cetera, et cetera. So um, they want to thank everybody. And on behalf of all our family, we'd like to thank everyone who has passed uh, their condolences. Um, I, I guess Neil died last night. Oh, wow. So he'd like to thank the tens of thousands of people. And this was on, this was posted on the 24th. Um all the messages of love, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, it was wonderful. He was able to view the, view the film before he passed. That is awesome. So I'm just, I'm, I love, I love that they do these stories. Um, I think anybody who is a, a diehard Star Wars fan that they know they're not going to see. I know, they've been what, waiting years for this. But they also, they know that if they're terminally ill, they know they're not going to see what happens with the franchise in the next, you know, 20 years. I know. So seeing that last film is is really important so yeah, i'm really glad that happened it just goes to show how how cool everyone at disney marvel lucasfilm are absolutely all right man so uh <laughs> did you see this thing about uh gareth edwards no uh he is trying he he came out this is on nerdist i believe okay i just totally screwed up a couple minutes ago what? i said ryan johnson just started editing he just started editing episode eight Oh, you're killing me. Rogue One is done editing. They're in post-production. Well, here we are. Our first cry. At least we caught it on the show. I know, right? <laughs> uh, we're professionals. Okay, so Star Wars director Gareth Edwards helps explain the Rogue One titles. So th- so this is kind of the gist of it. He says, uh, Empire Magazine, which I was actually waiting for more no- news today. Um, we probably won't get it till, uh tomorrow in the next couple of days. Right. But um, Empire Empire Magazine is doing – we talked about the cover um, yeah, we talked about the last it show. last show, and uh, I think I talked about it about the magazine itself on Real Reviews, and now it's a great yeah. entertainment magazine out of Britain. So check it out if you if you like film. All right. So he goes. Um, so for this year's upcoming Rogue One Star Wars story, we're much uh, more intrigued. Uh, so first of all, it says as part of Empire Magazine's lengthy piece about the film and their latest issue, Edwards revealed the title's origin comes from a previous pre- pretty obvious place. He said, "What does it mean? Rogue One is a military call sign to some extent." He adds, referring to Red Squadron during the Battle of Yavin, but it is the first film that's gone off that um, that's not part of the saga or Anakin's story. So it's the Rogue One, you know. <laughs> See, got it. It's kind of a pun, is what he's yeah. saying. Uh, so it's kind of a pun title. Not all that insightful, but he's onto something that looks like it's uh, it'd be the only one of the films in the main saga, the Star Wars story, that we mainly about totally new characters and not feature established book. Established folks, because we know the next Star Wars story is Han Solo. Right. So I think it's kind of cool that they get a little punny with it. <laughs> but, yeah. You suck. I like puns. <laughs> uh, nothing to add to that, huh? No, not really. <laughs> well, <laughs> welcome to your 20 minute episode 73, folks. We are on fire tonight. <laughs> I've actually been recording for about 20 minutes already. All right. So this next story we have. Is on StarWars.com, and I just kind of wanted to highlight it. I'm not going to go through the whole thing. I'm a big Alan Tudyk fan. Anybody who's a Firefly fan yep. loves Alan Tudyk. Obviously, he's got a Con Man coming out, which I'm really excited for. Actually, season two of that. I still need to see season one. 
Um, I, I, I'm a big fan of this guy. We all know that he's also voicing the droid K2 in the film. And there's a really cool little interview about, um, about the character. Um, basically I read, I read it, uh, basically, you know, the, the droid starts as an imperial droid and then, um, I forget the character's name. Cassian basically wipes the droid's memory and it kind of changes him. Right. And then he becomes a rebel and there's these all, a lot of funny moments where Tudyk was able to kind of improvise a little you bit. You know, I was actually reading, I can't remember where I read it from. So I, I'm, I'm horrible on the sourcing with this, but, um, that the imperial side of him is actually kind of influenced by, um, triple zero in the Star Wars. Oh movie. yeah. That'd yeah. be sick. Yeah. I, I, that comment in the trailer actually reminded me of triple zero because he's like, well, I won't kill you, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's very triple zero. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so it's a great interview. Check it out. We have a link in the show notes. It is, uh, on starwars.com. So I wanted to highlight that for sure. Yes. Um, there was another cover speaking of Empire Magazine. That's pretty cool. Yeah. They released um, the second cover and this one has the, um, oops, uh, the, um, the white, um, the oops. white clo- uh, cloaked imperial. Yeah. It, this one has, uh, features, uh, director Orson Krennic, played by Ben Mendelsohn, and he's flanked by two, uh, excuse me, on either side by Death Troopers, which is, uh, pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. That's. And it's got the very, um, Death Star-ish or, uh, right. Star Destroyer background. I kinda want that cover. Yes. Uh, I've already posted it on, uh, Pinterest. Well, aren't you awesome? <laughs> I'm just kidding, dude. <laughs> All right, so I haven't watched this yet. I oh, I did. You it watched it? Awesome. Okay, I haven't watched it yet. Um, I don't know how long it is. I might check it out. Maybe I'll just let you it's talk about like it. It's only like four minutes. Okay, so uh, there's I, I put in this little fan stuff section in here yeah, because there's been some that. cool fan stuff. Uh, there's a Kenobi, a Star Wars story. Uh, there's a fan made trailer. Yeah, what? Okay, I'll talk about because yeah. I've actually seen it. What is this? Somebody took the idea of the the Kenobi book, right? That mm-hmm. was that was released. It's not canon. God, I um, love that book. But turned it into a Star Wars story trailer. It's just a trailer for the movie. Yeah. And what he did is he took footage. Oh, he or she, I don't know. Took the, the, the person did. They. They took the uh, foot, some footage from the prequels with Ewan McGregor. Yeah. And then also a couple of years ago, Ewan McGregor did a Passion of the or a Last Temptation of Christ movie. Yeah. And so it's him walking around in a desert. Very cool. And so it took some footage from that. And overlaid some some dialogue with it, and it's actually a really cool trailer. Sweet, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna, uh, I I mean, if you want to watch it, I would watch it again. Uh, I'll check it out. Um, I'll check it out later. Um, because honestly, I, I'm torn a little. <laughs> I, I love the Kenobi book. Yeah, and and we've talked about the Kenobi book months ago, but I like that book because that's the first time you really get a sense for what the Sand People are about, right? What, what they are. And you get into the head of them, and it is really kind of a trip. Not only, and of course, you get to see what Kenobi was doing while he was while he was watching Luke. So, um, I'm I'm just kind of torn because I I kind of have in my head what I w- would want, you know, right. kind of thing. So I'll decide. Uh, yeah, it is a cool trailer though. Regardless. I'll check it out. And this is the this, oh the ad ad thing. <laughs> yeah, somebody took a uh, five thousand Legos and made a uh, a scale model ad ad. It's pretty bad with miniatures. So it's, yeah. But what it is it's a whole video doing it? And he went about how because like, oh he filmed himself doing it. 
Yeah, well, he it's done, and he's filming how he came about it. Oh, because cool. some of the things are because he's using actual Lego pieces. It's not like he's fashioning right. something, right? So, like there, there's these old Lego pieces that are like circles, right? And they're really hard to get. So he's talking about how at the top of the leg, that's what needs to go there, and he had to find them with somebody in Europe. Oh, interesting. And, and how he really had to track down some of these pieces. Well, that's funny because I think that was featured in in one of the. Uh, Star Wars show things, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it was one of the ones I watched. I've been watching the Star Wars show kind of a yeah, lot. Yeah, actually, I got it through, uh, I think I got it from Cosmic Book News. Yeah, but um, I think they featured it at the end of the Trevor Noah one or the other one. Um, but anyway, we'll talk about that in a minute. But it's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I'll check it out. Uh, so, Lucasfilm, teamed with five major brands for Rogue One promotional campaign. And I only am highlighting this in the merchandise section because, you know, they always do this. Yeah, well, it's just <laughs> like they had... You know, they had sunglasses and makeup and everything right. for Force Awakens. So it looks like what it's going to be is it's going to be... Uh, Duracell, General Mills, Gillette. Where's the list? Oh, uh, Verizon and Nissan? Uh, yeah, Nissan, Duracell, General Mills, Gillette, and Verizon. Yep. So basically we're going to get a Star Wars cereal. <laughs> we're going to get a Star Wars... Oh, dude, if they do a, a razor blade that has... I might a finally buy a new saber, razor. <laughs> Oh, that'd be sick. Dude. That would be awesome. Yeah, I would be that, on board with that. That would be pretty cool. <clears throat> you know, Duracell's always got Duracell's always got something going with Star yeah, Wars. For sure. They've been doing that forever. Yeah, and then uh Nissan. Nissan's new though. Um, is it? Well, no, because isn't Nissan the one where uh, you saw the little Vader guy who was starting and it was uh, the remote start? Oh, that was, that was Nissan. Nissan. I think that was Nissan. And then uh, Verizon. Yeah, makes um, sense. Yeah, so. Cool, man. Um, I, I just like to highlight that because now we know what to look for. Absolutely. <laughs> and by, by no means, that's not going to be everything. No, not even close. Today's episode is brought to you by Zipcar. Earn $25 of free driving credit at joinzipcar.com slash usual. Zipcar is truly redefining the way people think about transportation. So give them a shot. Joinzipcar.com slash the usual and earn $25 of free driving credit. Thanks for listening. Um, all right. So I have two Two things in our usual roundup, which we don't have a bumper for. Have you noticed? We don't. I, know, just, I just put an ad before. You know what we should do for usual <laughs> roundup what I do. is um, pull out something from Toy Story 2. Oh, yeah. Roundup. That'd be cool. Oh. Maybe, uh, are you insinuating I need to make a new bumper? Uh, wouldn't it technically be an intro? <sighs> I think it would be a um, a promo. <laughs> no, because it's for this episode, so... <laughs> so it's a... Is it a bumper? It's a... I think it's actually a bumper. I don't know. <laughs> Chuck, I'm, I'm so confused. Chuck, Brian, we need that lesson again, guys. <laughs> I know, right? Time to go back and listen to that episode. <laughs> All right, so I have two things in the in the usual roundup that I want to talk about. One, uh, I, like I said, I've been watching the Star Wars show um, on you know StarWars.com. It's It's secretly a, a a dream job that we all want of course but well it is a really good show i remember the, the actually the last one i watched was the dave filoni interview when he was at celebration yeah. no that, that was, was really cool good. so the one that uh, came out a few days ago uh trevor noah was interviewed trevor noah is awesome and it was really cool to see him sitting back having a conversation with i forget the female host's name but he he's talking he's so funny He's he's actually on uh doing a tour, a stand up tour. Right. Um while he's on hiatus for the Daily Show. Yep. But what's funny about it is he's just kind of sitting there and, you know, legs crossed, hanging out, but he's talking at such an even keel and he's not yelling, he's not doing anything right. eccentric. But 
everything he's saying is so freaking funny. And so you have to watch it. It's really, really funny. But the interview is great. Um, it talks about how he grew up with uh, the prequels and how he said, not grew up necessarily, but basically was like, I don't like old movies. So he has this, he had this stigma about old movies in his head. So right. he loved Jar Jar Binks. He talks about that. He's like, <laughs> I love Jar Jar Binks. I thought he was great and all this stuff. And then he went back and watched the old ones, obviously, and fell in love. So right. it's a, it's a really cool little interview. Oh, nice. Um, and they also talk about, um, they have one of their guys at, at Shanghai Disneyland. Um, and that's why I have this in the park section is because you get to see Star Wars at Shanghai Disneyland, oh, awesome. which is pretty cool. Um, they go around to, you know, it, it looks very familiar, obviously, if you've been to the, the new Star Wars stuff in Disneyland, right. but they make some jokes about the, you know, the uh, Japanese writing and, and and all that stuff. So anyway, I thought it was uh, not Japanese, Chinese writing. Chinese. Anyway, so that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Definitely yeah. Mandarin. That's it. It was pretty cool to watch. Um, so check it out. And we have this other thing. Have you seen this? Uh, I did not watch it. Is it a thing? Is it a thing to watch? I don't know. Well, Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster is rumored to be coming to Disney's Disney World's Epcot. Well, we already know. Well, th- this is the thing about Epcot. Is Epcot's not really a land for coasters. Right. There's one track-based ride, which is uh, Spaceship Earth. And then you've got a couple more that are kind of like that, but they're all educational. Right. The only like rides you have are two water rides and one they've already, the Norway one they've already changed over to Frozen. And then they've got an Aztec themed one. Um, but I don't know what, I don't know where this so, is going to so go. So it says specifically the universe of energy, which has been oh, in place since 1982 and focuses on more is, edutainment aspects yeah, that of the is, park. Okay. That is a huge complex. Yeah. And because it's very cool. What it is, it's a big, huge auditorium. Yeah. And then the, the seating of the auditorium actually splits into different panels. Oh, and I've heard so about it that. separates and then it goes into a different room following each other. And it's all hosted by uh, Ellen DeGeneres. That's awesome. It is a very, very cool concept, but it is a huge area that you could put an indoor coaster in. So it says that will be replaced with the Guardians of the Galaxy attraction. And it appears that it will stray from the previous tenements theme, not only in style, but also in purpose. Instead of a ride com- comprised of film clips and user experience the ride is rumored to be a full-on roller coaster which would be a big departure for the park like you were saying yeah it's if not that indeed something. happens the current universe of energy complex will be demolished to make room oh, so, so yeah they're looking at having an outdoor coaster i'm actually intrigued because and i've brought this up on podcast corner before um one of my favorite Disney centric podcasts is the Disney Dish podcast right. right and those dudes always have such great insight and insider tips on what's going on so i'm intrigued to see what their next couple shows are like i I know they've talked about guardians of the galaxy and twilight zone tower Tower of terror Terror, but i'm I'm interested to see because they do talk they talk a lot about disney world and about some of the changes um for some of the stagnant kind of parts of the park right so anyway yeah because i mean the the uh history of energy has been there for quite a while yeah well since the 80s i mean it's got to be outdated by now right do they up, they update it right? Yeah, but, well, the, yeah, well, because Ellen hosts it, so that was right. updated in two thousand three or mm-hmm. ninety nine or something. It was when she was first becoming really popular. Okay, makes sense. Um, but yeah, that that complex has been around a long time. So before we get out of here, man, um, real reviews. Uh, by the time you listen, to this should be out. We had we recorded a show a few days ago. Yep, um, that should be out. We also have a Universal, which will be coming out on the heels of this show. Yep. And we got a ton of Berlanti and all that stuff to cover, which we're going to do tonight. <laughs> Secret. We <laughs> record two episodes at a time. Um, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I know we're going to end up 
I'm excited about the patron show. I'm also kind of stoked. Um, well, stoked is the wrong word. We are probably going to slow down a little bit. I'm thinking when well, we're back in school because now. now that we're back at work, um, you'll still be getting probably two episodes a week. Um, I, I, I really wish I could nail down a better schedule and yeah, I, it's just that our schedules change and I apologize. I know the one thing about podcasting that uh, like literally podcasting one one is published on the same day. Yeah. And it's hard for us. To <laughs> and, and it's really hard for us to do that. Um, but I do want to thank while we have an extra extra minute here, I want to thank our loyal fans, not only our patrons, but the ones who like, it doesn't really, they don't really seem to care. Yeah. Like I published the, the last show. What was it? Tuesday. Um, episode 72 came out and like, you know, people come back. They're like, Oh, thanks. You got me uh, through a long ride to work or something. Yeah. And they don't seem to care that much. That It's like, sometimes it comes on Sunday. Sometimes it's on Tuesday. You, you know? know, there is one thing I do love about the podcasting um, medium yeah. is that it isn't appointment viewing. I mean, it's not like you have to be at somewhere at 8 PM on, on Wednesday right. because I mean, it's you, it automatically downloads and it's there. And, right. and a lot of shows do that, man. A lot of shows record live now too. And you know, I know, for example, Teeny Cast, they changed from Wednesday to Thursday. And for them, they were Wednesdays for like two and a half years. Right. And, you know, but they record it live. So it's the same time and place. It is like appointment viewing. But for us, it's like, when the hell are we going to get together? Yeah, we have to. I mean, <laughs> when you're dealing with, you know, young kids, I'm, right. you know, dealing with, you know. And, and the thing about this. And- well, the thing about the schedule is for me, it's like more like. Okay, so like tonight was parent teacher night. We're recording way later than we normally do. Right. Um, because I had to go to my kids' classroom and stuff. And and for me it's like we still did it, but I probably won't get this edited for a few days and then it'll come out on like Monday or Tuesday, you right. know. But it is what it is. I, I do want I'm not trying to make excuses. I just want to say thank you. Yes. I want to say thanks to people who no matter what day we publish the damn thing, will will still download it and give us feedback and say thanks. So thank you. Um, I have one last thing I wanted to just drop in here. Um, Are you going to cry? No. I'm just kidding. I mean, it's kind of sad, but it's... <laughs> oh, um, God. You can edit this and move it back soon, because this is actually in relation to Trevor Noah. Oh, okay. Um, I'm a huge Trevor Noah fan, and I like that whole block of shows on Comedy Central, yep. right? Um, oh, you're, I know what you're yeah, going to say. Uh, Larry Wilmore, unfortunately, was canceled this week. His show, The Nightly Show, was groundbreaking in what it was... Um, he really made arguments that a lot of people didn't on television and didn't shy away from discussing discussing hard topics, and I really, really enjoyed it. I'm sorry to see him go, yeah. and uh, it's just a bummer. I didn't watch his show as religiously as I do, like Trevor Noah and some other right. stuff. My wife watched it. She loved it. She was super sad when I when I said, hey, this is getting canceled. We actually watched the last show together. And that, was was la- really good. that the, last show was so good. The whole last week was great because yeah. his – his friends basically because you know he came from from the daily show right right and so john stewart was on the last episode. yeah stewart showed up that was right. funny but uh um he's kind of wandered out <laughs> yeah uh lewis black was on the episode before that okay. um and who's also from the daily show but what was great is that uh, <laughs> at first somebody sent him um wine it was sam b because right the b was oh, from like the daily this, show yeah. <laughs> and she has her own show full frontal on mm. tbs and so she sent that. And then um and then the next day it was Colbert who came from the Daily Show right. and the Colbert Report and he sent 
bottles of miniature bottles of alcohol. Nice. And so they did that on, on Tuesday. And then Wednesday is like, all right, Trevor, it's in your court. What does he send? He sends pastries. <laughs> so funny. He was so mad. He was like, where's the booze? Exactly. It was all worked out. It was funny. No, man, I, I wish that I had gotten into that show more. I found really the time to put it into my viewing schedule because honestly, like one of the things I did like when I did watch him was that he covered race. He covered extensively. He he covered things that people don't normally cover on a late night format. So I was really yeah, happy he, that, you know, he, that he, uh, he, had he on, was doing that. Yeah, and he had on people that normally wouldn't get a voice. Like right. Um. Uh. The, the, I don't even remember the whole flack with uh, South Carolina taking down the Confederate flag. Oh yeah, and how mm-hmm. they wouldn't do it in front of the state house. And then there was that woman that climbed the pole. Mm. The next day, she was on the on his show. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, just it was great stuff like that. Yeah. He was very timely. It's too bad that that happened. I'm hoping that um, I'm hoping he gets a platform again. And when oh, he, he will. And when and he the, does, I think I'm going to make sure I tune in. Yeah, at the very last thing he said was because he had a, 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 a thing he used to do called keeping it hundred. Yeah, he said I'm not gone. Yeah, yeah, no. he's he's going to be doing something else. And he's funny, man. Um, oh, he's hilarious. So I I'm really hoping that happens. So cool. yeah, I'll move that. To the other part, that would be a good after the Trevor Noah. Thing. But yeah, anyways, thank you, Larry. It was you. You. It was a great year and a half. Indeed, my friend. Indeed. Well, thanks for tuning into the Usual Podcast. We welcome all feedback. So, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And we are on Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, and Social Network. You can uh, reach me at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will is at Imo Griggs. iTunes, Stitch Radio, Google Play. Please give us uh, some ratings, like us, share us, and all that. Uh, we have our supporters page on our website, uh, patreon.com slash usual podcast. If you want to join the awesome that is our patrons, yep. um, give us a buck or two an episode. We would really appreciate it. So we can, can, can <clears throat> so we can continue to do what we love, um, and pay our little fees and, and all that kind of stuff. But also, uh, if, if we get more patrons, we can do more things, give us more shows, go to more cons and all that kind of stuff. Also, uh, we were talking about writing earlier today. Uh, most, if you do tune into writing excuses, that podcast that I suggested in podcast corner, they always suggest audible and I mean, use our link instead, right? Yes. But, uh, <laughs> audibletrial.com slash usual podcast, but they, all their book suggestions are on audible as well. So their suggestions, our suggestions. I am almost done with the stormlight archive of Brandon Sanderson, anything by Brandon Sanderson, Mistborn. Uh, if you like really big, beefy epic fantasy check him out uh world building to a t so very cool that's my suggestion all right man so uh are we done should we should we go do something yes we are done so what should we do um i think we should go have a fun done time to have a fun (laughs) (laughs) see y'all next week